Hello everyone! My guest today is Stephen Bailey, an award-winning travel writer, the UK director of Cated, and the host of the Cated Travel Podcast. Enjoy! Hello Stephen, thank you so much for joining me. Hello Eugene, very, very welcome. Feel very welcome to come on the show. Awesome. For my first question, what's the story behind the name of your podcast and business? The story is actually a little secret. It will come out in a, in a couple of years. Um, at the moment, it is, it is a little secret. There's, there is meaning behind the name. It is related to somebody's name. And catered, uh, the business as a travel company. And there's also that play on words with, with catered. catered. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't reveal too much. Uh, we, we are keeping it under wraps uh, behind the, why we have this name. Uh, and then obviously the the podcast makes sense. It's called the same name, the same as the magazine we have. Got you. And so, yeah, tell me more about the podcast and the business. What is it? What do you sell? Who buys? So Cated is a members-only travel platform connecting travelers directly to local travel suppliers. So it switches the model from outbound tourism and outbound as in you book something with an agent or perhaps you book something with Airbnb, you book some something with somebody who's based in the country you are traveling from, to a model that's really all about booking uh, a package trip with somebody based in the country you are traveling to. So if I want to go to Kenya and I want to go on safari, I can go to a travel agent who will tell me, yes, I've visited Kenya twice and I'll tell you all about the safari. But hey, who knows more about a safari than the person who lives in Kenya who's been growing up and being a safari guide for, for 20 years, like that person can give me a better trip. So our focus is then connecting the traveler directly to the local travel supplier and then providing a level of security that enables the traveler to book. Because if I want to go on safari with uh, a guy in Kenya, it might seem like it's going to be a better trip, but am I willing to send 10,000 over the internet to somebody in Kenya? You know, probably not. And if something went wrong, where would I go to get my money back? So by booking through our platform, they have the security that they can work directly with the local travel suppliers. Most people around the world are now comfortable with the idea that local is better. It's more authentic. It's better quality. Uh, and through our platform, they can do so without any financial risk. Awesome. That sounds pretty cool. And with your podcast, how do you measure its success? What do you do on it and what's its purpose? So the podcast really started as, I wouldn't say a bit of a joke, but, but it was never serious when, when, when the podcast didn't start in any serious form. Uh, it was just that, you know, I would be out presenting the business to people, uh, so would my co-founders. And we, we talk travel, like how, how do we talk travel? Well, we tell stories about our own travels this is what we did. You know, I, I've been traveling almost continuously for, for 14 years, like visited over 100 countries, been very fortunate to have all these experiences. So we start, okay, we, we should record some of these. We should record the good ones in the podcast. And that's how it started. So each day is a different destination. Uh, they're short form podcast episodes. So eight, nine, ten minutes, like very bite-sized chunks. It could be a, uh, a feature on a country. So it could be, look, here's an overview of what it's like to visit Colombia. 
It could be a specific travel experience. Here's what it's like, and did you know you can do this? Uh, drive a Super Mario Kart through the streets of Tokyo dressed up as Super Mario or Luigi. It could be something more around practical tips for people as they're planning their trips, especially with uh, COVID and, and coronavirus. And then they, sometimes as well, like usually once, it's usually once a week, but it's starting to come a little bit more. Uh, I then interview people who uh, are experts within the industry. So we will have somebody who is um, like the sales director for Quark Expeditions who can come on and explain, look, this is what an Antarctica cruise is like. These are the different options. This is how it's different from going to the Arctic. Uh, we could have like tomorrow morning on the show is going to be... Um, well, I say tomorrow morning, but of course you're going to release this later. But look out for this, listeners. Look out for the Rosewood po podcast. So there's a sales director for Rosewood Hotels talking about uh, the different Rosewood properties, like their ethos and what they're trying to do around the world. Right. And I'm, I'm personally curious about this. How do you think COVID-19 and the pandemic will affect travel's long-term future? And sustainability. Yes, yeah, so I really see this as an opportunity for sustainability because I think before COVID travel was unsustainable. You have examples like in Barcelona, there's graffiti saying tourists go home. There, you know, you look at an island such as Bali, where tourism grew so rapidly without much control, without much check, that it's overdeveloped, it's pushed local people out, it's overcrowded, and the quality of tourism for the traveler is, is vastly diminished. So we, before COVID, it was travel more to the same places to do the same things, like take the same Instagram photos, do the same thing that we're all doing. And I feel like this hiatus from travelers giving us time to stop, reflect, think as travelers, okay, when I go away next, what am I going to do? Am I going to do the same things that I always did? Am I going to follow the crowd? Am I, maybe when I go away again, I'm actually going to do a tr trip that I want to do, not just a trip that I think I should do or somebody tells me to do. And for the tourism industry, what we're seeing is a lot of the more unsustainable practices haven't been sustained because, well, they've, they've failed. The business has failed without being able to, you know, they have tiny margins, mass, mass numbers, and now they don't have the numbers, so, so it's gone under. I mean, shame for them, but as for an industry as a whole, this is an opportunity to move towards uh, being more sustainable, like traveling better, traveling deeper, Traveling with a better and clearer focus on uh, local communities and where our money is going. Like, I don't necessarily think it's a sad thing if a big established high street travel company goes under. Uh, and the money, you know, what I think, think is really sad is when uh, a small tour operator gets pushed out of his local market because the hop on, hop, hop off bus company comes and sweeps up everything and makes it easy for everybody to do the same tour hop on up off bus uh, but then 10 independent tour operators go under that's that's what i see as sad so i'm hoping that post covid uh, we can be we'll think more about our choices we'll travel better we'll, we'll be a bit more selective 
we may even travel less, which will be better for sustainability and quality. Mm -hmm. And the companies that survive are the ones that are going to be adapt and, and try and do things, I think, more authentically. Gotcha. Uh, so who listens to your podcast and how do they usually find out about it? Yeah, that's who listens to the podcast. I, I can only say who based on who writes to me and says this is I'd like to uh, hear on the show. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm a listener to the Katie Travel podcast. Stephen, I want to know your thoughts on, on this country. Have you been to this destination? Uh, so far, this, the stats is like half our listeners are in the U.S. The rest are kind of evenly distributed across, uh, across the world. I haven't been able to really follow a, a pattern with that. As I say, when we started, it was really, let's do this to tell people. And we were sharing it with our existing audience. And since the turn of the year, we've really started thinking, okay, let's share this podcast with more than just our own audience, more than just the customers and the people who already follow us, but let's try and share it more wild, widely with uh, some of the things that podcasters do, which I, I'm also learning, you know, that, that the podcast, it sounds old because it's had, um, you know, 70 odd episodes, but really that's only two and a half months. I, I'm a new podcast host, so I'm in... I'm still learning exactly what goes on, and, you know, and it has never been my intention to, to do some kind of growth hacking um, more purely every day, just, just to connect with uh, the people that follow us, the, the people who are interested in traveling differently and, and give them just a taste of somewhere else, let them escape for 10 minutes, especially now in, in COVID, let them just think of what, what it might be like if I'm in Chile, if I'm in Oman, if I'm in uh, Georgia, anywhere like that. Right. Okay. And so you're also a client of Podscribe. Um, I wanted to talk to you the second you sent me that email telling me that you use um, the person names on your transcripts as a way to set up headings in your transcripts themselves. I found that to be extremely creative. And so did Pete. Uh, how did you come up with that? I, I didn't come up with that. That was actually uh, our head of content, Beatrice, who, who came up with the idea. So so thank everything uh, to Beatrice. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't think there's time now for me to call her and, and ask how she came up with it. But she's uh, she takes care of all, all our content and, and does uh, a lot of the, um, you could say laborious, but it's a lot of hard work behind the scenes. Uh, not just with the podcast, but with uh, all the content that we have on the website. How have you been using your transcripts other than that, or, or Beatrice? So we initially, we, we used them in, I would say, the traditional form. We, we had the, the podcast, we, we did play around with the, the all episode search widget. And we, we brought people to a landing page. Here's the, the transcript of the of the podcast and we actually pivoted on this because we felt that we were actually doing two things we were saying to people come listen to the show and then we were giving them a lot of things to read and at the same time we were missing out on those people who were wanted to read because we were telling them listen to the show subscribe to the show and our thinking was look if somebody wants to listen let them listen. If somebody wants to read, let them read. It's the same content, but 
we can present it differently. So, so now what we do is we bring people to a landing page and offer them the chance to listen. Listen on your favorite platform. That's the best for us because that's where we get people to subscribe uh, and follow the show. Then what we do is we take the, the transcripts, or like the, the entire transcripts, and convert them into articles that go on our medium travel magazine. So we're using one piece of content, the, the, the 10 minute podcast becomes uh, a 1000 word travel article in our magazine. So our magazine is updated daily and it also becomes uh, the podcast as well. Gotcha. So you're really repurposing your transcripts um, to set up articles on your Medium account, but you're also making it accessible for people who want to, um, who would prefer to read the podcast rather than listen to it. Yes, yes, exactly. So, so we're trying to make it easy. Look, if, and we're trying, we're then able to, to market those two differently. We, we know that, you know, through metrics and, and how you market things are, uh, online, you can market to people who are regular podcast listeners. You can also regular. You can market towards people who uh, are active on Medium or, or read a lot. So we're we're trying to split that with this. It's the same content. It's the same story. Um, it's just presented in a different form, and then we feel we can better promote it to these two different personas. Right. Have you been using your transcripts for anything else? Have we been using them for other things? At the moment, no. At the moment, that's uh, basically what you know. One one transcript is is a medium article, and it is uh, the the building blocks, just just those the timestamps um, for, for for the podcast. And and you also said that you were testing out the all search widget. Um, how did you how did you do that? Yeah, so, so we, we added, so we were t playing around with what's going to be our best podcast landing page. So what's going to be the key page that brings, when people go on, uh, they search, they can find uh, various things. Uh, so that was where we, we initially played around with uh, having the all episode search widget. In the end, we, we just found that it, there was just too much for it to be an effective landing page. Um, and actually, we simplified for the purpose of, okay, I bring someone to the landing page. What do I want them to do? Actually, I, I want them to click on the Spotify link, the Apple podcast link, or the, the, the Amazon link that we have. Like that, that is what I want to achieve when I bring a customer to, to the podcast landing page. Got you. Um, I, I, I'm still curious, this other question, is there a, a travel experience that you've had that is the most memorable or the most shocking um, that just stands out for you in your memory? Well, the, define the shocking. <laughs> Something that has changed your understanding of humanity after you experienced it. And hopefully for the better, uh, but for the worse is fine too. Okay. Um, I would say, um, so I, I traveled with uh, Kurdish freedom fighters in, in Iraqi Kurdistan 
uh, in, during the Arab Spring, like 2011, uh, which sounds really, um, really quite crazy and possibly quite dangerous, but it, it was very life-changing experience in terms of uh, the hospitality I received. Like, uh, I would travel with these guys and, and we, we just would be at the gas station filling up and then say to the gas station attendant, uh, look, is there somewhere around here where we can spend the night? And then he'd make a call and next thing we'd be staying at his house. And he'd say, are you hungry? And we'd say, no, no, we're, we're full. We already, we already ate. Oh, are you sure you're not hungry? Uh, no, no, we're definitely full. It's okay. I'm going to call my mother because she cooks better than my wife. <laughs> and then like three hours later, you know, we would be sat um, eating, eat like all into the night. And, you know, could the, when, I, when I say, oh, I, I traveled in Iraq, people are like, it must have been so dangerous. But, you know, it was the most welcoming uh, travel, most welcoming place I've ever been to. Uh, and I think it also changed me because I hadn't been to necessarily many, or to say, dangerous destinations before that. You know, I, I wasn't so adventurous. And then after going there and owning an R in for a long time and then doing it and realizing what happened, I was then, it kind of was life changing because actually it made me think look, next time when they say don't go somewhere, uh, just do your research, go somewhere, and you, it could be the best travel experience you ever had. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Um, and how can people listen to the podcast and reach out to you if they'd like to learn more? Yeah, so check us out on, on, on Apple or Spotify, Kated Travel Podcast. And Kated is K-A-T-E-D. You can also see go to kated.com. Uh, you'll find two and a half thousand different travel experiences. You can create a bucket list. You can become a member and connect directly to the local travel suppliers. And if you go onto Medium, look out for Kated Mag. Uh, so Kated Mag, and then you'll see uh, some of that content as well. And if you want to contact me directly, so I'm, I'm the co-founder of Kated, the host of the podcast, and you can contact me directly, Stephen at Kated.com, S-T-E. P-H-E-N at Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephen. I'll add all of those things into the description. And thanks so much for your time today. Very welcome, Eugene. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks a ton for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me at eugene at podscribe.ai. That'll be in the description. If you would like to follow us on Twitter and YouTube, uh, just look up Podscribe AI. If you would like to learn more about our transcripts, or if you would like to get a sample transcript of your own podcast, just send us an email with the name of your podcast or visit us at podscribe.ai. Thank you to the team at podcast.co for the music and thank you for listening. See you next week.